I am the sneakiest monster. I did your homework for you last night and you didn't even notice. Special birthday surprise. Uh-oh. Releasing him, Sophie crossed to her backpack. She'd intended to do it on the bus. It kept the other kids from talking to her. Why, uh-oh. He bounded after her. Last time, you wrote every letter upside down. I had to claim it was an artistic experiment. She pulled out her homework. He hadn't touched history, but her science worksheet was complete. She scanned it. Instead of drawing a plant cell, Monster had drawn in minute detail the circulatory system of a rodent. He'd also answered every multiple-choice question with C. Oh, Monster. Cupcake? He wagged his tentacles like a dog with six tails. She gave up. Stay, she ordered. Unlocking her bedroom door, she sneaked past her parents' room and down the stairs. She knew exactly which boards squeaked, and she eased over them, gingerly placing toe first and then heel as she crept down two flights to the bookshop. There on the counter, under a glass dome lid, was the tray of cupcakes. It was near the window, and light from the street lamp shone in, illuminating the tray as if it were in a spotlight. She crossed to it and lifted the lid. Behind her, the bell over the door rang. She froze. Good morning. A voice drifted over the bookshelves. It was male, smooth, and deep. She thought she heard a hint of an accent, maybe British. She liked accents. When people with accents came into the shop, she often hid between the bookshelves and eavesdropped. People with accents tended to know different stories and have different dreams. But nice voice or not, it was too early for customers. The door should have been locked. She thought about pretending she wasn't here, but she couldn't just leave him wandering freely. She wished her parents were downstairs. I'm sorry, but we're not open yet. Craning her neck, she tried to see him around the bookshelves without him seeing her. The door had already swung shut, and he wasn't in view. My apologies. I'm early for my appointment. Please convey to the owners of this establishment that I'm here to make a purchase from their downstairs collection. Oh no, Sophie thought. This was a dream buyer. She wasn't supposed to talk to buyers or suppliers. In fact, they weren't even supposed to know she lived here. Her parents had a system to avoid situations like this. Every morning as she packed her lunch, Sophie was supposed to check the calendar on the refrigerator. Days she had to hide herself and monster were marked in black, and days she had to take the recycling out to the curb were marked in green. Today, she hadn't gone to the kitchen to check the calendar. I'm Betty from next door, but I'm sure I can find them for you. Very well, Betty from next door. She bolted toward the stairs. As she did, she saw the buyer sit in one of the red velvet chairs by the bay window. 
He wore a hat that shaded his eyes so that they looked like black smudges. His chin had a tiny beard, the kind that is as meticulously trimmed as if it were a topiary. He wore a trench coat and carried a briefcase. Except for the fact that she couldn't really see his eyes, he didn't look so scary. He looked like countless others who came into the shop looking for books. She met her mother halfway across the shop. Mom frowned at her. Sophie, you should be upstairs. We're expecting a buyer in about 15 minutes. I've already unlocked the door for him. Didn't you check the calendar? Sophie wished Mom had spoken softer. She was certain that the man had heard her name wasn't Betty. Also, he could now guess that she belonged here. He's here. Mom's face whitened. Her lips pursed.